Our God will come to save us. That was the responsorial psalm. Advent, we often hear, is a time and a season of waiting. And it begs the question, waiting for what? You know, a pregnant mother knows all about waiting. You know, if you were to ask a pregnant mom, hey, what are you waiting for? She won't be like, ah, I forgot. I think I'm waiting for something. You know, she'll never say that. She knows exactly what she's waiting for. We are waiting for the fulfillments of God's promises, right? So that's why it has everything to do with hope, right? The theological virtue of hope, it's really simple. You can break it down to a child. Hope, theological virtue of hope, has nothing to do with wishful thinking, but it has everything to do with God making a promise, and we're simply waiting for the fulfillment of that promise. It's a 100% guarantee. There's no, like, uncertainty or... Yeah, lack of certainty with regard to these promises. It's simply a matter of time for these promises to be fulfilled. So we've got the promises, and we're waiting for them to be fulfilled. And this, all of this hinges on the fact that God is faithful. Because if He's not faithful, then it's a broken system. Then we can't actually hope and have certainty in His promises. But if He is faithful, then we can hope. And this hope is absolutely certain. And we have longing and we have an expectant faith. Did we hear the promises that God makes to us? Our God will come to save us. And in today's first reading in Isaiah, this is so important for us to ever be reminded of the promises that God makes to us. What are the promises that God makes to us generally? What are the God's promises that he makes to us today? Some real simple ones. Emmanuel, I am with you always. My grace is sufficient for everything that you are going to face today. And as our Lord makes himself once again present at the altar, do we have hearts that are open enough to receive all of God's grace today?